All right, it's January the 12th, 2023. <clears throat> On our uh, prayer list, Marcos, salvation for his son. <coughs> Marta and Charles and Sebron uh, for the blessings that each of them need. Reverend Davis and his family, and I trust he's getting stronger each day. Uh, Ken Kelsch, continued blessings of wellness for him. John and Ruby, Vassy and Linda, friends of the study and podcast. Damar Hamlin is home. That's a blessing. And uh, he's very thankful. And he talked about all those people praying. That was quite interesting. Uh, the NFL, you know, normally wouldn't let you have any prayers, you know, but they weren't going to stop that. That was wonderful. And there was another game. Uh, it wasn't Buffalo Bills. It was two other teams that uh, before the game started, they all went out, got in a huge huddle, both teams, and prayed for that young man. And God is good. God is able. For a young lady named Bella, strength and blessings for her as she battles addiction. Yvonne and Daniel and their son Larry, blessings for them all. Uh, for those that are missing loved ones, and a lot of people are certainly missing loved ones. Bob's children, Stephanie and Mike, for salvation, other unsafe family members. The folks in Europe who may have trouble heating and getting food in places. Our economic situation, our political leaders. Pray for a positive outcome to the VA tomorrow. We do pray that, Bob, and I'm sure it will be. Dorothy Wingo and the grandchildren. And then Larry and Sheila. Ray, him and Judy. And um, Judy, you got to go. I see that. I'm sorry. What are they going to do? <clears throat> well, they decided to wait till the end of the month to take her to the doctor. Mm, end of this month, huh? To the end of the day, the doctor decided whether to treat it or go ahead and get it. Or whatever. I don't know what to do. I don't know, don't know enough about God stuff so nah, to make a good decision. I don't know. Pray for those who've taken the shots. Yeah. Salvation for all. Praying for Eric and Rex and Ted. Praying for our country. Persecuted Christians worldwide and unsaved family members. So we can join hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We can come together. Teach us, Lord. Comfort us by your Holy Spirit, the great comforter. Give us wisdom. Give us insight and understanding to your word that we'll read from tonight we lift these prayer concerns up to you lord and your will be done in jesus name amen Amen. open to ecclesiastes 3 there's a time for everything yeah I remember yeah. where I was one time and that passage was being read and there was a couple of folks around who didn't know much about the Bible and said, that's a song, that's not the Bible. It was the Bible before it was a song. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was a yard bird. Is that yeah. right, Ron? Simon and Garfunkel, wasn't it? I think it was the yard bird. might have to Google it. Anyway, we'll start... <clears throat> Birds. The birds. The birds. Yeah, that's a different group, wasn't it? Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's who it was. And to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. If we look through history and how things have gone throughout the centuries, throughout the millennia, troubling things have happened and periods of good times and prosperity have happened, periods of famine in many places, and and depression, uh, economic depression, have happened, drought. Uh, but then there was a time for that. 
I guess California's got more water than they want now. Is that true? Is, is it at least filling their reservoirs back up? I, they are getting some. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure how much. How much? In the reservoir, but they've got like really bad from what I... Yeah. And I heard there's two more storms coming for them. Mm. Well, verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that man should fear before him. That which hath been is now and that which is to be hath already been. And God requireth that which is past. Ecclesiastes says that in another place, I believe. Um, verse 9 of chapter 1. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. I've, uh, gosh, I might just have to extract myself from the news that I'm continuing to look up, and, and it's mostly on Twitter. It really is uncorked. It really does seem that, now, I mean, you know, there's people out there that say, oh, it's still part of the cabal's plan. Elon Musk is a deep stater, and he's just playing a role, and they're wanting to use Twitter to, Go on and let all this information out so people start panicking. I don't know. I do know this, Twitter, and I've mentioned this before, on the right margin of when you log in, you'll see what's trending. You know, like today, uh, Lisa Marie Presley was trending, and I looked why when she had a, had a heart attack, 54 years old. Not unheard of, but in the scheme of what else has been going on, particularly young young people, just getting heart attacks, many of them actually dying. Um, but also trending on Twitter today was Christ Jesus. And you, there's almost always something having to do with the Bible, the Word of God, God Himself. Um, 
It was never that way before. So, would it be God's will that this be a time for darkness as far as information goes? And maybe we've had that time, a time of concealment, a time of withholding the truth. And then maybe there is a time for telling the truth, admitting the truth. I don't know. Things feel eerie, I guess I would just say that. Um, you know, Massachusetts State Police a couple of days ago, they said it's been a terrible, you know, two or three days in our law enforcement community. We've had three young officers drop dead, cardiac. Well, actually, one of them had an aneurysm which Robert Malone said that that's one of the things that these COVID shots can cause. Now, if you are listening to this and you've had those shots, just know, especially last week's podcast, if you haven't heard it, God is able to call that, which is not as if it were. He can heal your blood. He can heal any part of you. He can make you well. You just have to trust it and believe it. And don't let uh, don't let the enemy put suggestions in your mind that something's going to happen to you. The truth about those COVID vaccines was revealed not that long ago. Dr. Ryan Cole from Idaho he um, he got over a hundred samples. Uh, I guess the big three or maybe the big four, certainly Moderna and Pfizer and J&J. And he examined them. And he said, some of these things, some of this, it's the same lot number. It's the same (coughs) lot number. It should be the same. It's like you get the same lot number of Penzoil 10W30 and one bottle's half full of kerosene and the other one's full of sludge. Some of those, he said, had nothing. Seemed like there's nothing in it. I think that was by design. I think a large number of those um, doses, maybe the mass majority of those doses were placebos. Yeah, nothing in them so that you would not be afraid and you'd tell your friends, didn't bother me a bit. But then you get your second one. And I've heard of a fellow today, you mentioned a guy got his second one. That wasn't too good. You know, he, he got some bad stuff. Now, it appears that most people are shaking it off. They get sick, and then they kind of bounce back, and, you know, um, and hopefully it'll continue on that way for them. But then, you know, if the first two don't get you, you got to get a booster. And then another booster. And they're just not done with boosters. They're also not done with trying to force people to take this stuff to travel. There's still talk of that. I'm going to read further here. Uh, verse 16. And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment. That wickedness was there. Now, some of your translations will rightfully render that in the courts, in the courtrooms, the place where judgment occurs. He saw under the sun the place of judgment, and that wickedness was there. Well, we know that we're living in an age here in America for sure where there are wicked judges. There have always been. Seems worse now, though. I mean, some of them will just turn a criminal loose with a slap on the wrist. They'll go out and kill somebody. You know, I had a really good friend murdered because the judge here in the county released this certain guy. That's back about 2010, I think it was. Verse 16, And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there. 
and the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there. Well, there's your churches. You're supposed to have righteousness in the church, in the congregation, in the meeting place. Well, Solomon saw that iniquity was there. Iniquity, um, sin, but iniquity is separated from sin often in the Bible. My sins and my iniquities. The best that I can understand as I contemplated that is your sin is like bugs on the windshield when you're driving down the road. You're going to do it. You're going to have a bad thought about somebody. You're going to like, oh, look at that dude. He's fat. Or, you know, how far they think that piece of junk they're driving is going to get them. You're judging their car. That's what they have to drive. You shouldn't, shouldn't sin. Shouldn't judge their vehicle. Iniquity is premeditated. I think it's kind of like first degree murder, not second. You planned it. You planned it. And there have been a lot of these um, so-called religious leaders inside some of these so-called churches that are molesting children. We know this, right? Iniquity was there. Solomon saw it. Verse 17, I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. We don't like waiting for God's time, and I guess that's a big problem that we have. Um, we don't know why people continue to get away with stuff. and I, I think that it's probably just that our entire perspective as far as time goes is this life we're living in now and you know and if somebody goes unpunished you know a year two years maybe they get a get off scot-free they will not get off in god's court they will not we can't question god you know nebuchadnezzar's exaltation of God in Daniel chapter 4. He says, who can ask him, what doest thou? You can't. You don't have the authority. Say, God, why are you letting these people do this or that, get away with it? Why'd you let all of these people conspire together to concoct mixtures, to inject into the arms of people that you deceived around the world, that they had deceived around the world, and now people are dying. 60,000 millennial excess deaths from 2000, 2022, that year, this past year. And the article I read on that said that, you know, it took 12 years for that many to die in Vietnam. It took one year for that many to die here of whatever these things are doing to people. Dr. Robert Malone invented the mRNA technology. My understanding, it was never to be a vaccine. He said, this is not a vaccine. He came out very early on. Well, they just shut him up. Wouldn't let him speak. Censored him. I saw today, and Tucker Carlson has uncovered this. You think you got the BBC and AP and Reuters and the big three in the United States and all of your different social media platforms, YouTube, Google, of course, owns YouTube. They are all under one head. They are under one, and I forget the name of it. But um, that one head organization tells all these news outlets what they can say and what they cannot say, what they need to expunge from their social media pages. Robert Malone and these other doctors joined him. There were 17,000 of them worldwide who knew this was not a vaccine. I only saw the video today. It came out over a year ago. He came to the camera, and his colleagues there alongside him and standing behind him. 
And he said, I am calling on the powers that be to end these COVID vaccines immediately. He said, I'm going to tell you why. And he goes through the reasons why. He says, it's going to hurt your heart. It's going to hurt your uh, lungs. He said, it will ruin your reproductive system. It will irreparably harm your immune system. He said, and it harms your brain. He went on to say that COVID-19 is easily treatable. It is not fatal. COVID-19 is not fatal. It can be easily treated. However, these injections can be and have been fatal for many people. Millions now, no doubt. But did I see that? Did any of you guys see it? I doubt it. Because back then, Twitter was totally corked up, just like all these other outfits, all under that one uh, entity, um, telling them what they can and can't do. It used to be the New York Times. They're probably right in there under this entity. Let me see if I can find that thing right quick, uh, because I think I shared it on my Twitter feed, but... They they're just stopping everyone from um, all pretty much stopping all of the major news outlets from reporting anything that they don't want to uh, that they don't want to get out. So um, I'm looking here. Uh, They are throwing Chairman Biden under the bus. I see that. <clears throat> they are doing it on purpose to get him out of the office. Yeah, this is that report from Robert Malone. I'm not going to play it on the podcast, but he's just telling it like it is. And I don't see the thing that I wanted to share. I don't guess uh Anyway, um, this has continued to look worse by the day. Folks like Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, many others, Michael Yeadon, they were silenced. They 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 lost their ability to communicate to the people. They cut those guys off of Twitter. They couldn't have a Facebook page. Uh, Google t- trifled with their emails, of course. They didn't want this getting out because they wanted so many people to take these things. And now many, many have. I don't know how many in America have. It's probably no more than half, but it could be that many. Interestingly, the entire continent of Africa, all those countries, and I don't remember how many countries are there, they only took six percent of them vaccinated. Only they weren't they weren't going for that because they'd been used as guinea pigs in the past by Bill Gates. So guess what? They also have the lowest incidence of quote COVID of any place on the earth in Africa. So they're not vaccinated. Now what Robert Malone said, he said, if you have had this vaccine, you are far more likely to catch COVID now you're far more likely to catch other things. And I'm just paying attention to the people that I know who've had it. And every time you turn around, they're sick with something. Just anything coming or going, they seem to pick it up. They contract it. Malone said that that's how it would be. And and he's also said you, you may be cutting off your lineage. You take this and now you're sterile. Now you can't produce children. That's what Bill Gates wanted. He as much as admitted that by accident in a 2015 TED Talk when he said the world population was out of control, but if we do a really good job with birth control and vaccines, we can get that number down. Have any of you guys seen him say that? Mm -hmm. He literally said that. Then they had serious damage control to do, so Melinda 
uh, comes out with. Well, what, what Bill meant was um, a lot of these third world countries are just having so many babies because the survival rate's so low, so they want to have some, they want at least have enough to just carry on. Well, that you just double spoke there. If the survival rate's so low, then they're not surviving. Then they're not adding to the population problem. You can't have it both ways. They didn't know what to say about that, but he told the truth. He wanted to sterilize people. And I think, yeah, kill people. Because what Dr. Ryan Cole found was no uh, uniformity in these batches at all. Same lot number of Moderna, same lot number of Pfizer. Open a dozen vials and no two of them are the same thing. And he said some of them got virtually nothing in them. Some of them have got so much junk in there. I would shudder to think what this, this, this shot right here would do to somebody. They did it on purpose. They did it that way on purpose. And come to find out there's precedent for it. Like 70, 1979 or 80, there was some kind of vaccine that the globalists wanted everybody to take. It didn't get as widespread as this COVID thing. But... Um, there too, they found that there was a lot of variants. And of course, that will give people a false sense of it being okay. You know, you play Russian roulette, you know, odds are you're not going to blow your brains out, you pull the trigger. You got one shot and six, and, you know, overwhelming odds, you're not going to have that shot go off. Is that with an automatic or revolver? You can do it with an automatic ball. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he said in his heart, Solomon says, that God will judge them, the righteous and the wicked, for every work. Verse 18, I said in my heart concerning the estate of the sons of men that God might manifest them and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. I want to read that again. I said in my heart concerning the estate of the sons of men. How are we? What's wrong with us? that God might manifest, open them up, declare them, that they might see that they themselves are beasts. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts. Even one thing befalleth them. As the one dieth, so dieth the other. Yea, they have all one breath, so that a man hath no preeminence above a beast. For all is vanity. All go unto one place. All are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. And who knoweth the spirit of a man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? To me, that tells me that the soul of an animal stays here somewhere. Does he get another body? Does she get another body, your favorite cat or dog? Or It doesn't say, but it indicates that the animal has a spirit. There's no life without that soul. Now, the spirit of a, animal, a man that goes upward, is, is he talking about believers? Uh, well, you know, I guess you have this encounter with God before he sentences you to hell um, and you know the you don't really go to hell though if you're wicked uh, and get into the lake of fire the white throne judgment. right right you know they're raised up at the, at the end of the millennial age right right so but you go somewhere that isn't pleasant. Well, we might have insight there in Luke chapter um, 16 of um, Lazarus Lazarus and the rich man and, yeah. and Abraham's bosom for Lazarus and, and torment for the rich man. Verse 22, Wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? 
Solomon was pretty downcast. He didn't have much good to say about our lives here. And really, we're not supposed to love our lives to the point of not loving God and not serving God. Solomon well, he was said, a real party animal most of his life until he came to the realization how short life truly was. Yeah. So he could make a statement like that. Yeah, he's writing that stuff. He's burnt out because he's tried everything. Yeah, he's, he's had all the riches. He's had all these women. The Everything that a man could say, I want all of this I can handle, I want everything, he had it. He had everything. Massive. And he got wisdom too. And, then, and with that, he writes this after living through that. You know, you know. He states many times in Ecclesiastes and Proverbs that the, the best thing you have is to live honestly and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah, that last verse there, in fact, wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. And who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? And he does say that multiple places mm-hmm. here. Um, let's go on into chapter 4. He says, So I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors, there was power, but they had no comfort. Wherefore I praised the dead, which are already dead, more than the living, which are yet alive. Yea, better is he that, than both they, which have not yet been, who have not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. Better not to have been born. What it sounds like Job. Yeah. I've been been reading recently about people who are envious of the older people, like us guys around this table here. We've seen a lot of what our country was like years and years ago. And the younger people, they're starting to think how fortunate we were to have grown up when we did because of what they're experiencing today. So I think the the peak of awesomeness in America was post World War II, right up to uh, early sixties, mid sixties, and then it started downhill. Maybe you could put it. It started downhill when they killed Kennedy, which now, oh, turns out the CIA did this. They they don't even they haven't even disavowed it now. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of evidence of how it happened, what they did, how you know all went down. Um, you know, there was some things that were supposed to be opened up 50 years after the fact, and they kept putting it off. And <clears throat> we're getting lied to continually. Sorry, I didn't mean to move too much. It's all right. We, you know, it's been going on for a long time. The phrase conspiracy theorist was invented by the CIA right after Kennedy was shot because people weren't buying it. And, and people that understood ballistics saw this barely dented bullet. Oh, this just fell out of the corpse onto, onto the stretcher at the hospital. It, it is barely blunted. A, a Kirkano bullet, 6.5 caliber. It didn't do all that. It was a magic bullet. It did all kinds of cool things. Well, no, they did it with a thirty six, and they were hiding when they did it. That's, that's, what the, that's what has come out. The same way with World Trade Center 7. And, and the first two. Well, it's already come out. It's on the daggone. Go to rumble.com, type in WTC Building 7, World Trade Center Building 7. Look at all the different camera angles of that thing going down here. One of them is the news report, and Dan Rather's seeing it. And Dan Rather says, well, now that looks more like what I would call a controlled demolition. <laughs> and that's what he says. That's what he says. Same way with the Pentagon. Yeah, that CNN reporter. Uh, Must have been in on it. Dead rather, I mean. No, I, I don't. I'm sure he wasn't. Where did that big airplane go? There's nothing there of it. That CNN reporter got all the way over there right after 
it happened. They still got fire burning in there, and he somehow gets over there. I guess somebody didn't do their job. And yeah, he's got a camera crew too. And he's like talking. He says, there's relatively small damage. It doesn't seem to be any kind of an aircraft uh, parts or anything around here. Did y'all ever see that? Where's the landing gear made out of titanium? Yeah, it's not there. If a, if a seven a big a, a big passenger airliner had hit that building, seats and people parts no, all good. over. The place. Not only that, but it would have destroyed at least half the entire structure. They they did that damage there to do construction to put in the Stargate. Well, I, they did that damage there for some reason. But you've got people that are involved in these things. The whole story about Barbara Olson, married to Ted Olson. He had like like a solicitor general or something. And I remember this was like on the twelfth and, and he was just very matter of factly yeah, I was talking to Barbara when the plane was going down into the Pentagon and yeah, um yeah, I sure will miss her and you know, he wasn't upset. He didn't even know how to act. I don't know what they did. Well actually I do think I know what they did with her. Uh, some other lady under another identity showed up with her teeth straightened because that, that woman had pretty crooked teeth and doesn't look the same, but people are saying that's her. But they're just out under another identity. And they're being compensated extremely well. You think Epstein's still alive? I do, because I believe he had dead man switches. Like if I die... Somebody kills me, or if I die, y'all better hope I don't. Y'all better hope my airplane don't go down. Because if it does, then they're going to release all of this information, all these pictures of all you people. So, um, better not to have been born and to see all this kind of stuff. That's what that's Solomon saying. Now, I'm glad I was born. I'm definitely glad I was born again. The thing is, without Christ... You can't navigate this. <laughs> Without him, you can't you can't process it. And we, we see a lot of folks that just can't go there. The natural man cannot discern the things which are written or spiritually discerned. You gotta be born again. That's that's right. Some folks it just tears them up to even consider it. And I call them the don't show me what's in my hot dog crowd. They don't want to know the truth. They um it's too hurtful. It's too painful. They would rather deny. Chicken lips. <laughs> yeah, there's any not depending on the quality of what you buy. Pretty you bad know. soul. <laughs> Verse four of chapter four. Again, I considered all travail and every right work that for this a man is envied of his neighbor. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. The fool foldeth his hands together and eateth his own flesh. Better is a handful with quietness than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. I, I tell people all the time, well, I got a chance to get a better job. Well, I got to move three states away. Okay. How much better? What's this much extra money? Well, that's not a small amount, but what are you giving up? Family ties, your friends, your sense of community. Are you making enough to get that handful? Because that's better, a handful with quietness, than both hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Then I returned and I saw vanity under the sun. There is one alone, and there is not a second. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother. Yet is there no end of all his labor? Neither is his eye satisfied with riches. Neither saith he, For whom do I labor? And bereave my soul of good. This is also vanity. Yea, it is a sore travail. So this guy's busting his tail and putting up treasures and he didn't even have anybody to leave it to. Verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth 
for he hath not another to help him up. Now, people use that sometimes at uh, weddings, but I don't see that as a wedding or a, a male-female couple. This is a friend. This is a brother, you know, a fellow brother in Christ, sister in Christ, you know, and none of us here are in the boat where nobody would help them. I mean, we've even, Drew Strauss and whoever got the short one has to help Bob next time, so he needs one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would help. Now you tell me. The next verse is for the marriage. Okay, let's see what that says. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? Yes, I see that, but if it was freezing to death, you know, if you don't want to, you may not want to cuddle another dude, but I'd rather not freeze to death. But uh, but I, it does sound more like the marriage bed. You do there. that, though. Yeah. When it's that cold. Yeah. Rub it dub dub. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. You have another person, a close, a close neighbor, a friend, brother, sister. <laughs> Better three dog night came from. Remember, they put the dogs in the in the uh, entryway of the igloos, or they put them in there and they slept with the dog. Yeah, so keep the dog keep them warm. Mm-hmm. I got you. Better is a poor and wise child than an old and foolish king. Who will no more be admonished. For out of prison he cometh to reign, whereas also he that is born in his kingdom becometh poor. I considered all the living which walk under the sun with the second child that shall stand up in his stead. There is no end of all the people, even of all that have been before them, they also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and vexation of spirit. I'm going to continue into five. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon the earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. When thou vowest a vow unto God, Defer not to pay it. For he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. I think about Marcos, St. Ivan, as uh, he was uh, put in prison, put in jail, awaiting trial, all that heroin dealing. He was a drug lord, $70,000, $80,000 a week. And uh, got caught. The FBI busted him. They were shipping VHS tapes that they took the tape out of them and put heroin inside the tapes and put them in a FedEx envelope and shipped them off. It must have been working for a while, but they busted him. He was in prison. He was terrified. You know, I'm going to spend my life the rest of it in prison. But on the jail cell floor, he decided to commit his life to Christ. And it was for real. And how do we know? Because we know him now today. But God knew it was for real. And he prayed, Lord, if you would deliver me out of this, I'll serve you for the rest of my life with every day you give me. And that was a sincere prayer. Well, his uh, hearing came, arraignment or whatever you want to call it, they went to bring in the evidence they had against them. It was gone. They could not find it. There was no VHS tapes full of heroin. Obviously, some corrupt cop found something he thought he'd rather do with it. 
or however, how God may have just said poof and it was gone. So he had, he said, he had about $45,000 in drug money. And he walked free. He said, what am I going to do, Lord? I don't know what to do with this money. It's dirty. And he um, happened to notice a doormat at someone's house. It was a verse out of Joshua. It says, uh, choose this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And he says, I'm going to find out how to get those things made. And he's in Miami, so there's a lot of Spanish-speaking people there. And he got half of them made in Spanish and half of them made in English. And he he spent that whole $45,000 on these doormats. And it took a long time to to travel around the city of Miami, giving those all away to somebody. You'll take this, you know, mat and place it at your door. I'll give it to you. And so he got them all given away. And um, there's actually a another story with regard to those door, doormats that uh, another a lady police officer figures into. I can't remember enough detail to give it to you, but if Marcos ever comes up, I'd love to hear him relate that. So he made a vow, and he kept it. And to this day, he keeps that vow. He told God, you get me out of this mess, I'll serve you the rest of my life. And he has done that, and I'm sure he's not going to stop. Verse 6, Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin, neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine hands? In other words, don't say I didn't mean that. I really didn't mean that. For in the multitude of dreams and many words there are also diverse vanities, but fear thou God. If thou seest the oppression of the poor and violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province, marvel not at the matter, for he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Moreover, in other words, you know, Higher powers are seeing this injustice and then there's ultimately God. Moreover, the prophet of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. For he that loveth abundance with increase, this is also vanity. I've thought about that, collecting things. You know, and... I've been trying to get away from, oh, I'm collecting bull of Accutron watches. I quit. I sold them. I kept the one John Warren gave me, but that was it. Collecting things. I mean, if you want to do that and it interests you and it makes you happy, I guess that's okay. But, you know, you're never happy according to this. If you love silver and you're collecting silver, you're not going to be satisfied with what you have. You've got to get more. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. And what good is there to the owners thereof, saving the beholding of them with their eyes? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet, whether he eat little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. You know, if a homeless person's not cold and wet, they sleep pretty well, so we hear. There is a sore evil which I have seen under the sun. Namely, riches kept for the owners thereof to their hurt. But those riches perish by evil travail and begetteth a son, and there is nothing in his hand. And he came forth of his mother's womb. Naked shall he return as he came forth from his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came and shall take nothing of his labor which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a sore evil that in all points as he came, so shall he go. And what profit hath he that hath labored for the wind? All his days also he eateth in darkness and he hath much sorrow and wrath 
with his sickness. Behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life which God giveth him. For it is his portion. Every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. For he shall not much remember the days of his life because God answereth him in the joy of his heart. Uh, Jerry's father, my grandfather-in-law, I, I wrote his name in my other Bible right there to that verse. You know, it basically is saying he's not thinking about the past that much. He's uh, not, you know, paging back through the days of his life because God answered with him in the joy of his heart. He contented himself with, I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch my, my golf. I'm going to I'm going to get visit from people that love me. And I'm going to go visit people that I love. And that verse reminded me of him and that's probably why I was able to live into his 90s. <clears throat> I often said he was, he was as tough as those B-17s that he flew. But... Um, I see the Word of God. I see what God wants me to do. Hey, Bobbert. Getting busy with my cats. Um, and then when I try to do it, I, I don't. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like Paul in Romans 7. What I want to do, I don't end up doing. And then what I don't want to do, I ended up doing that. But I think... Um, to get back to what we opened up with us with is, um, I believe, folks. I think we're going. I think these, these deaths, these uh, excess deaths that had been planned, uh, it's going to hit closer and closer to home. I think I've told you all. I'm ninety nine percent certain that's how my brother Joey died, and um, it's going to keep. I guess getting closer. There's too many young folks. It's all over the news. If you type in died suddenly on Google, Google can't even put the fire out now. They've been trying. They've been trying to bury it. Go to Twitter, put hashtag died suddenly or died suddenly news, hashtag died suddenly news. It's not natural what we're seeing. We went through the time of blackout of information and now there's a time that it seems like we're getting the information and all you got to do is look around you. All of us know someone who's been affected by this. <clears throat> Book of Daniel tells us that knowledge would be greatly increased in the end days. That's right. So we need to pray more. I probably need to look at less news. I don't need to see any more news. To I don't need to be convinced at this point. I know what's going on. Malone said that it would. Dr. Peter McCullough said this is going to happen. They said it a year and a half ago. And so it goes. You want to see it like a march. It's heartbreaking, though. It is. And yet the CVS and... Food CDC. City and all these places, they still have pharmacists out there. Giving us shots. Yeah, and people are lining up. If only I got that shot sooner, I would not be in this predicament. Well, like, the, new, <laughs> the new thing is <laughs> they are somehow believing it's the fault of those who are not vaccinated. Right. It's their fault that they're getting sick. Isn't that amazing how... People can be manipulated. It's like almost that. as though that that uh, it's almost as though the injection does something to the to the mind. It can't reason. You know, uh, J.P. Sears, he is a political commentating comedian. 
He used to be liberal, now he's hardcore conservative. And he did the thing with the life jacket. And, you know, the video, he's like the pool. Yeah. And he's wanting to get in the pool. And and another guy, which is him too, he's just he's, he's playing all the roles. He says, I'm afraid you need to put on a life jacket to get in the pool. He said, well, I can't swim well wearing a life jacket. I know how to swim. I want to, I, I want to swim. Nope, there's too much danger of drowning. It was not for me. You know, I, I'm not going to drown. I can swim. And on and on, you know. And um, he said... Um, and he told him, and besides, if you don't put on your life jacket, my life jacket won't protect me. And he made a real uh, solid point as to how these people are thinking. And it's just, it boggles the mind, to be honest, that they could think such a thing. I mean, I saw Gene Simmons of Kiss. I grew up listening to those guys, idolizing them. Yeah, I did. I got a lot of my money over the years. They're all multimillionaires. And he's out there saying, I don't care what you think about the vaccines. We are getting sick and tired of you people making us sick. Take the expletive deleted blasphemy vaccine. (laughs) Yeah. So you're making us sick and we're getting tired of it. What kind of sense does that make? It doesn't. Something has happened to the brains and the, the mental functioning of these folks. It's, it's bizarre. And um, I heard a story about two ships that were sailing across the ocean. One of them hit an iceberg, and the other one, the one that was sinking, said, if you had gotten your shots, we wouldn't have hit that iceberg. I mean, it was so stupid. It was like, well, it was a cartoon of a ship sinking and these people hanging off the the bow looking for help, and um, they had hit the iceberg, and um, they wanted the other ship that was there to actually rescue them. They said, you know, uh, you need to hit the iceberg too, so that we can all be saved. <laughs> There's something wrong. I mean, that lady out here at Walmart comes from the. Little guy with not have his mask on. He looked there and said, "You need to lose weight." <laughs> sure, I mean we we do. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of uh, other things that we could be doing to improve our health. But um, so you look at what happened back when Noah's days. You know, for 120 years he preached, and how many people responded to that message? I don't know. I bet he did. I mean, just his yeah, family. So can you imagine the claw marks on the side of that ark? Oh, yeah. When it started to rain, they must have really ridiculed that poor man. And Christ the same way. And then he he had the, the gumption to sit there and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It's like, how can you do that? So, God. the conundrum is, I mean, I do a lot of interacting on social media. And the conundrum is, do I go to my Facebook page and share that Robert um, Malone video where he said what he said over a year ago and now exactly what he said is happening? Do I go to my page and share that knowing that I have so many people, family members, close friends that have taken that and they're going to see that and they've already had it. What can what good can it do? Sure. So I don't share it. But But then on the other hand... I um, I wonder about the people who are still not sure and might still go on ahead and take it. Or they may have thought, well, I wasn't going to take it, but I, I want to go on this trip to out of the country and there's no way I can do that without the vaccine. So I'll go ahead and take it because they don't think it's dangerous because nobody really showed them any evidence that it was. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. But I guess we'll call it, call it a night if anybody doesn't have anything else to add. Yeah. Ron, uh, have you close us? Father, we are truly grateful for the day. We are grateful to be able to gather together this evening. We're grateful for Dan and Christian opening up their home. Christian for preparing dinner for us tonight. 
Lord, we ask that you strengthen us, give us wisdom and knowledge, particularly in these days. Lord, we ask that you protect us until we gather again and hear our requests on the prayer of us this Lord, we humbly request it. We are so grateful for what you have given us, your wisdom, your strength, and our hope. In your heavenly name we ask it. Amen. 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 Amen.